so I realized if it's a big clit, it's like sucking a little dick, and it made me feel really uncomfortable. Jesus <laughs> Welcome to the guys' hey, review. You know what the next thing is after an oversized clit, right? What? It's moving on to an undersized dick. Yeah, it's a baby dick. Where we review media, products, and experiences. Uh, Jesus Christ. I know. That's how I felt. Uh, is that why you broke up with that one? Was her uh, clip bigger than your dick? Uh, hey, who wait. said we broke up? <laughs> so both heads are the same size. You know, since, since how we're on this, should I tell that story that I told the other night? Yes. Okay. Yes. Holy shit. Should we wait until the house, how our weeks are? Oh, my going? God. No, I want it now. You <laughs> uh, said it often to me, guys, don't you? I'm re-traumatized already by the story. My name is Steven. I'm one of your four co-hosts. Together with us, as always, we have Chris Strain. Tucker, say hello. 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 What's up? All right. Um, so today we're going to be doing the Princess Bride, but before we get into that, let's get into how our weeks were. Uh, I, I think we're going to start with Chris. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> fuck your weeks. Uh, Just tell us the story. <laughs> yeah, your week was good. Okay, go on with your story. Go on with my story. All right. So uh, it's a story. It's, it's about my um, uncles, and they went to go see my grandfather. Like these are my uncles. Like they're all grown up. You know, have kids or whatever. Are they different than Tucker's uncle? I'm getting to this. All right, so... Straight <laughs> <laughs> face! So, so, so my uncles are all sitting around drinking. Whatever. Are we going to have to cut this later, do you think? I'm not. No, because I'm not saying it. any names. Okay, that's fair. Okay. So, you know, my, all my uncles are sitting around, and uh, they're having drinks with, you know, uh, my grandfather and all that, and uh, something came up and talked about some young lady. Well, uh... One of my uncles said to um, my grandfather, he goes, you know, uh, he said, oh, man. He was like, I bet you can't even get that thing up anymore. <laughs> so they all go to bed that night, and uh, they're just sleeping there. And my, all of a sudden, my uncle feels. <laughs> <laughs> Grandfather's in there slapping him on the side of the face. <laughs> I can't get up. What, boy? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. It's so disturbing. Oh, okay. Well, this has been another episode I mean, of the Guys Review. I'm sorry. Tucker, you ever had a family member wake you up like that? <laughs> no, you're just slapping him on the butt. <laughs> uh, he's all ill now. What? No. He, he's looking Flashback. Like, <laughs> PTSD. Shit. Oh, uh, man. But anyways, that was my week. <laughs> yeah, was, Jesus. God, I forgot you told me that story. on. Ugh. What are y'all reading? A bad idea. Oh, okay. uh, Jake Paul is the, the boxer, YouTuber, yeah. wannabe boxer guy. Uh, he's basically called out Conor McGregor and uh, Jorge Masvidal and Dana White. It's actually, it's there's his tweet. It's actually not bad. He says, Dana, since yeah, you like I know, him now, he, he, he's how about a one-fight UFC deal to fight Conor? If I win, you agree to pay uh, my UFC fighter pay and health care proposal. If I lose, I donate my entire purse to all UFC fighters who make less than 50k a fight and never mention UFC again. And we, and we can't even get Paige Van Zandt to respond to you. She doesn't want to lose. Again. Dang. All right. Hardcore. Trey, how was your week? That's all right. Uh, you know, found out I'm probably not moving back up here. So, to Auburn? Yeah, for my job, so. Will you stay at Aaron's, or would you? I mean, would there be any consideration of looking at something else? 
If you can find something else? I mean, like, they take care of me, so, like, I'll stay probably, I mean, for a while. You know, it would just would have been nice to have had the same opportunity and, like, be where I'm from. Yeah. Where my family is. No, I agree. I agree. Is that something you can talk to your boss about? Well, it's something we had sort of talked about before, and then, you know, the opportunity has seemingly presented itself here, and then all of a sudden. Doesn't want to like return my phone call. So. I think you told me before. Yeah, make sure that they know that you want that. You know. I mean, yeah. Like I told him to call me the other day, or you know, and like because we talk like once a month, and you know, he said I'll call you in the morning. Just never got around to it. Would you be willing to take a, I guess, a demotion to assistant manager to come back up here? No, I would. I would. I, mean, I was just asking. I didn't yeah. yeah, I mean, like that. You talking about like dividing my pay by at least over half. <laughs> pretty rough yeah I wouldn't even I, I wouldn't even move for probably a, a like a you know a, a, a lateral move you know that'd just be just another line on your on your resume might as well stay where you are and keep gaining experience and time at, at one place and make a lateral move and just have to start over somewhere else you know yeah I mean thing is like going from that store to this store is technically like a smaller store mm-hmm. so it would have been would have made my life easier in a lot of ways. Yeah, but you know. no meth heads trying to kill you. Yeah, I get to go to court for that. Really? Friday. When Friday? Friday? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Have you ever actually met the dude? Sort of. Like he came into the store. He was always like asking his wife for money and shit, and then like fucking <laughs> meth heads do yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, and then like you know, like one night, like I was trying to like sell him a dryer because like theirs went out, and so it was like. I need to talk to you after this about uh, some furniture. By the way, you I- tried to sell him a dryer. Yeah, I mean, they needed one. Like, she was going to use her, like, employee purchase stuff uh, for it and just show them, like, the two different ones. That's nice. fair. Okay. Yeah. Anything but, else to add for your week? Um, I don't know. We came to the realization some people here have clear hair. <laughs> <laughs> I think we already knew this. That's fair. I, I still don't think he understands. <clears throat> he doesn't. He's it's in okay. denial. He is. It's funny watching him roll his eyes thinking that's going to make it grow back faster. Is that why they just keep on rolling? <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all remember the old Chichia pets? Chichia. Look, I'm not bald. Sure. I have a receding hairline. Why did you think we were bit, talking about maybe. you? A little bit, maybe. Why did you think it was about bit. you? It's got a widow's peak. I'm almost 40 years old. Steven, bend your head down. It, it's We've a, already established this. I'm almost 40 years old. Here's the thing. Like, your spot's just like his spot, except for yours is going clear like from the front to the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right my week is uh is is pretty average i mean this is a spring break so it's been it's been pretty quiet the kids have been uh at home and playing with with uh chris's kid and uh yeah it's just been it's been i had some i did get some bad news on friday uh i don't want to really put much out there but just got some bad news about a friend a co-worker um so you i don't turn down your sexual advances well, you know, you can't you can't get an HR. You can't what you can't be sexually harassed if you don't try. So, anyways, um, but yeah, other than that, it's been it's been pretty pretty quiet. Pretty you know, I'm I'm not looking forward to the students coming back. I love my job and work for the people. Same, <laughs> same, <laughs> right? same. I think Tucker, you'd agree with that sentiment too. Oh, wholeheartedly. How was your week, man? Uh, pretty good. We got trial term coming up, um, so been doing trial prep and uh getting ready to serve subpoenas or serving subpoenas for uh for trial funny story though uh case that i have on trial is it really it's it's a funny story 
So this guy's fighting a, um, a, a sort of violation. It's a sex offender registration violation, uh, which is a felony. And he's with his criminal history, he's going to go to jail for a very long time. He's pleading not guilty to this, even though we have his fingerprints from the original offense where he used a separate name, the fingerprints where he used a different name in Georgia and committed another offense, and then the fingerprints in Alabama where he used, yet again, another name. Is this the one where you're saying it's his brother or something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This dumb motherfucker is fighting this, and we have fingerprints from every single arrest. You said you're serving subpoenas? Yeah, I served a bunch yeah. of them last week. Yeah, when I was in college, I served some penis, too. <laughs> <laughs> Giving it out daily. Were you, though? I was. It wasn't much, but that's what I had. Sometimes he was just giving it to himself. One hand to the other. Yeah. Pamela. Exactly. And her five sisters. Anything else to add? No, I just can't believe how stupid people are. Well, that's, that's pretty much like 99% of the population, I would say. 75% of this table Yeah Yeah you three are pretty dumb <laughs> Are you ready for Fan mail <laughs> That's so stupid I don't know Alright here we go uh, Marcus sent us another another email uh, The weekly would you rather So here we go I would rather we didn't read this email <laughs> <laughs> So far it has nothing to do with your sister So But we can We can We can fix that Oh can we put that down in like the Oh congratulations the, by yeah. the way Yeah Thank you you're an uncle. I, yeah, I, that's right. Yeah, I didn't mention that. Yeah, yep. my little sister had her baby this week. Yep, and I'm a father. <laughs> <laughs> Finally pulled that cream pie out of the oven, eh? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's fully baked. That's fair. You don't want to pull it out early. That's how you shoot yourself in the chin. Uh, it's true. It is unfortunately true. I can't even... I can't even a little, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine waking up to your dad, your eighty-year-old dad, slapping you on your face with with his dick? I don't know why I'd be talking to my eighty-year-old dad about his dick at all, like and, and warranting this. Oh, yeah. There's, there. Oh is. yeah, I saw. It. He's cute. He's a baby. The boy. Yeah, little boy. Okay. Congrats. What's his name? Uh, Walker. Walker. Texas Ranger. Makes sense. Yeah, they do live in in Texas. Dallas, so. Okay, I wasn't going to say where they live, but whatever. Well, Dallas is huge, so I feel okay about saying that. So is my dick. It's, a, point? it's 1134. No, I'm <laughs> All right, here we go. Would you rather have a face that everyone laughs at or a name that everyone laughs at? Tucker, you have both. What's it like living with them? <laughs> Damn it. You beat me to it. <laughs> uh, I guess the name, because you don't have to, you can make yeah. up another name? Yeah. yeah, name. Name. Yeah, you can make up another name. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh-oh. Would you rather have a small and limp horse dick or have a horse head for a dick? <laughs> a small and limp horse dick? Is it? I'm sorry. Small and horse dick don't go together. Yeah. I mean, is it small for a horse? Because it's still <laughs> yeah. going to be pretty big for a person. <laughs> Here, here's the problem, though. It'll always be limp. So, so there, yeah, was a, there was a guy back home. It's friends with my granddad. Oh, Jesus. And I remember him growing up. Probably your uncle, too. I remember him uh, growing up. He was an attorney. This is a terrible segue. You know that, right? Well, no. Him him and my granddad were friends. My granddad would go visit him, uh, his office, and hang out. So this man cheated on his wife more times than than you can possibly count. And he made a comment to my granddad one day. And I was sitting in the damn room. I was seven, eight years old. 
He said, I fucked more women with a limp dick. I could probably push a wheelbarrow with rope handles. So oh if you God. have a limp horse dick, you're still, still gonna be, be, you're still going to be making somebody happy. No. <laughs> probably not. I'm a grower, not a shower. So this is always a problem. <laughs> there will be a lot of disappointment know, across right? the board. <laughs> yep. Another feeling. All right. Here we go. I guess, do we even answer this? I don't know. I, I God, a horse head? That's like weird. What does it neigh at people? I would have spit at them. <laughs> and you drop dick and it's like, give me away from that pussy. Saddle up, baby. I don't know. I don't know how to answer this one. I give up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not pick one. We got to pick one. <sighs> I'm going to go with the small horse dick. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like, I guess as long as you can still finish. I'm going to go with the horse head. Just horse head? Happens. I, feel, I feel like you could like make it in the movies. You know, I could be a porn star with that. Like It's, <laughs> it's going to be different. Yeah, that's fair. I'm okay with that. Hey, Chris? Was it rule, I mean, I don't know rule 42 of the internet? Yeah, there's something out there now. I don't even know what you're referring to. Never heard of rule 42? No. Anything that you can imagine, There's there's been porn made of it. It's on the internet it's and on someone's internet. made porn of it. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with him horsehead horsehead dick yeah just even it out fair all right would you rather end every sentence with a loud fart or get a boner at the most inconvenient time Tucker <laughs> <laughs> oh again we've talked about the boner before you can always flip yeah, that up and, just, and tuck it under your belt so yeah. I'm gonna go with that yeah I have to go with boner boner yeah I mean that's probably we, all of us in junior high we kind of as I say we kind of already do that occasionally or at least used to. I mean, that's like straight up junior high every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why am I getting a boner in a history class? This is stupid. <laughs> I don't like Napoleon. Teacher's 78 and she's about to retire, but still hot. <laughs> see down that wrinkly dress? <laughs> one nipple. Them. There's one nipple over here and one nipple down there. Can't wait to see them knockers. Okay. Okay, so last one. Would you rather get all of your teeth pulled out with pliers one by one or have someone pull out each individual hair follicle from your body with tweezers until there's nothing left? Hair follicle, because teeth would hurt. Yeah. You ever had tooth pull? Well, yes. Like with like pliers? No, not with pliers. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like there's surgical pliers that they have, they Uh, pull them. uh -uh. You've never had that done? Mm -mm. I've had a a tooth extracted before, but... But not that way? I mean, I don't know. I was doped up on pain medicine and nitrous and what, all sorts of other fun stuff. Was that when your uncle tried to take it through your butt? Mm. I guess that'd be overall thing. Do you get a numb shot before you do it? It doesn't sound I'm, like it. I'm imagining no. <clears throat> yeah. But here's the thing. It doesn't say, so I'm going to go teeth. Yeah, you mean, so then, but then you wouldn't have any teeth, so. You can buy dentures. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm glad the listeners can hear the clicking but not know what that is. It's my teeth. Yeah, did you check uh, it? Oh, okay, I've you had a tooth pulled like that before. Through your butthole? No. I've had like it. Then we, the, we get in the Vagina like, things out. I've never had a tooth pulled like that. I just get them knocked out with jet skis. <laughs> it's pretty efficient, in case you're wondering. Gets the job done pretty well. Um I'm I'm kind of going to go teeth only because like I think the hair thing that would take forever. He said month after month, so that would take a long time and yeah, just be annoying. It wouldn't you know? take Tucker too long. No, no. Well, okay, the rest of his body, yes, but you know the head. Yeah, the head will be fast. Yeah, looking like Homer Simpson over there. <laughs> just two strands. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Um, I will end this on a dad joke. What did the ocean say to the beach? 
Nothing. It just waved. Yeah. Yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. You need to send that video that you sent me. Put that in the in the Twitter group for Marcus. I'll figure out how to send that then. Marcus, thank you for the email. As always, it is appreciated. I mean, I like a good dad joke, but that was. Uh... <laughs> And we're going to thank him for the research. Yeah, he did the research as well on Princess Bride. So I'm about to get to that. If you have an email you'd like to send us, please uh, send it. You can email it, and I will read it poorly at theguysreviewpod at gmail.com. Or if you want to make fun of us in real time, you can join our Twitter DM group, which is at the underscore guys review. Like the tweet at the top of the page. We'll put you in the group, and you can see you can make fun of us in real time. Um, So moving on into the Princess Bride. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Cool. Why not? Again, this was uh, this information was given to me by Marcus. So it actually, took, I'll have to show you this in a second. Uh, written by Rob Reiner, screenplay by William Goldman. It stars Car- is it Carrie El- Elways? Carrie Ellis. Ellis. Mandy Patinkin, Chris Sarandon, Christopher Guest, Wallace Shawn, and Andre the Giant. Released on September twenty fifth, nineteen eighty seven. Budget of fifteen million dollars, which is thirty seven million dollars today. Thirty seven four. Thirty seven five. Domestic box office was thirty million eight hundred fifty-seven thousand. International one hundred eighty-nine thousand. Worldwide box office thirty-one million, thirty-one million dollars. Yeah, close to thirty-one point one million dollars. Ratings: IMDb gave, gave it an eight out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes has it at ninety-seven percent. Metacritic at seventy-seven percent. Google users: eighty-two. You go. <laughs> <laughs> you go. It's going to be like that, huh? It's going to be like that. All, All right, right, Tucker, go. Come on. He's 82. I'm going to go with, let's go 86. One. On the button, 86. Okay. Well done, sir. I was going to go with 84, but I was trying to put a little bit more gap there. <laughs> this is what he wrote next. He said, this is for you, Tur- <laughs> this is for you Sir Tucker the Wanker, second Earl of Wessex. <laughs> It was nominated for one Oscar, Best Music and Original Song, and then he, he sent everything else that it was award, uh, that it was nominated for: <laughs> Academy of Science, Film and Fiction, American Economy War, Comedy Awards, Awards. I don't even know what that is. Something Fantastic Film Festival, Casting Society of America, Grammy Awards, Heartland Film, Hugo Awards, National Film Preservation Board in 2016. Uh, it was preserved. Toronto International Film Festival, USC Scripter Scripter Award. Writers Guild of America and Young Artist Awards. You know what? That is what a good intern does. Well done. That is some good research, Marcus. That is Thank what you a very good much. intern does. So is he our intern? He Are is we going to call him that? <laughs> Marcus the intern. I mean, we're not paying him, it's, so... Well, it's an unpaid internship. Yeah, it's an unpaid internship. Yeah, he's definitely Polish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, has your wife ordered that 23andMe yet? No, not yet. Like, I got the Ancestry DNA at home we can do. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, first time you saw the movie. Chris is your movie? I mean, I saw it um, in my dad's video store. Fair so. enough. Uh, I caught it a little later in life, so probably like when I was like 16. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think I saw it probably, you know, in the late 80s on VHS. And then I hadn't, I, seriously, I don't think I've seen it since I was probably about 16, 17, sometime in high school. So, first time I saw I mean, I hadn't seen this movie since I was a kid, but I know I was not. Six or seven. I was older than that, but I don't think I was, you know, a teenager yet. Yeah. So it's been a long time, but I, I think yeah. I got it from at my grandmother's house or something, or caught it on TBS. Yeah, sounds about right. I think I literally. I think I watch it like every time it comes on TV, just about. Oh, I, I'll watch it. I think it's a good yeah. movie. It's very, it's very rewatchable. Obviously, hugely quotable. <clears throat> very. Quotable. Oh yeah. As you wish. Inconceivable. <laughs> All right, Chris. You're full. 
you fell for one of the classic blunders. <laughs> uh, okay, this is about to be read poorly. <laughs> Super. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You cannot take that away from Steven. Oh. Yeah, I don't get many bet. things. I can. I bet I can. All right, here we go. Chris, hit it, buddy. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, all right, the movie takes place in uh, 1987 where Grandfather is reading uh, The Princess Bride to his sixth, sixth grandson in an effort to keep him company and also within the book itself. The boy is reluctant to hear the story at first, having sacrificed his time playing video games to listen to it. Over the course of the film, however, he becomes increasingly interested in the book. Ooh. So, I want to stop here real quick, though. I know that was just like a, a little small paragraph. Point. I like it. <laughs> I know it was a little paragraph. We're three minutes into the movie now? So, wait, hold on. If that. <laughs> so, you know, every time I watch it, it's like nothing's really changed. There's nothing different. But this time when I watched it, I was like looking at the background of, mm-hmm. his, of his bedroom. Did anybody else notice that creepy um, Santa Claus that was hanging on his closet door? I remember there being something on there. Yeah, I didn't see that. It is the creepiest that. thing ever. Really? Yeah, it's like it's. I guess it's one he made at school, but it looks like you know a killer Santa Claus hanging up. There. I challenge you to come to my parents' house on Christmas. My mom has like a fucking like thing that she got later on in life. Like it's about life size for a child. Yeah, and it's fucking Christmas. Like <laughs> Santa Claus, creepy as fuck. Jeez. Like I would punch that thing. It's so weird that he has that hanging up in his room though, because he's got like pictures of like the 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 fridge, you know, the refrigerator. Yeah, um, he's got pictures, you know, him like some uh, transformers. I think like uh, He Man, all these other stuff. stuff. Yeah, if I remember, okay, he's playing a baseball game. I read this thing that said that um, was it. I think it was Christopher Guest or Chris Sarandon that was in Spinal Tap before this. Yes, was it Guest? So. I read that uh, it was either him or I can't remember. Him. It was him or the guy who did the music. But anyways, one of them said the only way he'll do it is if, if they if they sneak some sort of Spinal Tap reference into the movie. So he has a Spinal Tap um, hat in his in his bedroom. Did Did you guys watch that uh, Deadpool? It was like uh, a very merry Deadpool or something. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, that's got Fred Savage. Yeah, but he's kind of he's kind of like taped down. Oh <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Fred Savage has an adult in the bed yeah. and, and Deadpool's <laughs> reading him the story. That is great. That was man. pretty funny. So you know, it's like nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> he just got dead. <laughs> this is the no. I mean, the the intro of this movie, like, I, I it's actually a good side point because the the grandpa he previews the whole movie when he starts talking mm-hmm. about like what's in the book. Oh, there's death and this and that. Yeah. It's everything that is about to happen. You just don't even know it yet. You know, so yeah. I thought it was kind of yeah. But he, he sums up a what a ninety minute movie in twelve words. Yeah, basically. And we can cut to the credits. Thank you, guys. Good Appreciate night. it. This has been another it's episode. Been the guys episode. Let's close out. <laughs> if only we had that. Close. Was right. There was love and fighting and treachery and fencing and I can't remember what all it says now. I, I don't remember now. I wish I had that. Yeah, I didn't watch the movie, so I don't know. <laughs> and there's kissing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all, keep right, going. all right, all right, let's go. All right, the story begins with a young and beautiful Buttercup who spends her days ordering her farm. Uh, hey, right, hey, who the, who point the of fuck order? names their kid Buttercup? Well, I was going to say point of order. Who says she's beautiful? Oh, there's that too. <laughs> I thought Ron Wright was pretty hot. <laughs> I mean, she's like a hard six. <laughs> I, I'll give he's, you the. I'll give he's you, not wrong. Well, you know what, though? I mean, I'll give her seven. Did, did anybody ever Alabama read Alabama like, seven, maybe? Did anybody ever read no, like, like this fantasy? Novels back in the day. Seven. Two, two and a half times. 
Sorry. Did anybody ever read the fantasy novels back in the day? Like, uh, oh yeah, definitely not with the no. with dwarves and shit no. like that. No. All right, so I had some friends that did. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Are, we, are we talking like Lord of the Rings type stuff, or like what are we talking? No, about? like worse than that. You know. <laughs> Stephen, did you become a Hobbit? Like some straight up D and D by this? No. Okay. Like some straight up D and D stuff. But anyways, I did. Yeah, for I've, real, read, though, I did I've read some of those high fantasy novels before. Okay. I'm shocked. I mean, most of them do have. Have you ever read Wheel of Time? No. Robert Jordan? No. He got, does, he's never read I, The Cat in the Hat. Dude, I've, I've read like three books in my life. My point is that most of them usually do have some stupid name. True. Of their characters. Just like, let me just last minute think of something. <sighs> I mean, yeah, between yeah. Buttercup and Humperdink. <laughs> What's wrong with Humperdink? Not a thing. That's my second child's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Indigo. Huck and Hump. <laughs> or you dink. Get, you get indigo in there too. Is that like a color? It is a color. That's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so there we go. All right. Uh, Where the fuck are you getting indigo from? Indigo. Indigo, yeah. Indigo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Where he was thought, he's running around. He's fucking purple. <laughs> <laughs> You're purple, Montoya? I'm later on going to call Matt, by the way. I'm just going to tell you ahead of time. <laughs> all right, come on, Indigo. All right, all right, all right. Uh, okay, where was that? Oh, okay, she spends her uh, her days ordering her farmhand, uh, Wesley, to do her bidding. Wesley responds only with, as you wish. Eventually, Buttercup comes to developing feelings for Wesley. After she understands that him saying, as you wish, is his way of telling her that he loves her. The two eventually fall in love. However, with no money to support Buttercup, Wesley sails away to seek his fortune with a promise that he will return and marry her. After some time, though, Buttercup is devastated to hear that Wesley's ship has been attacked by the infamous... Infamous? I almost said... Infamous? (laughs) Yeah, the infamous, infamous uh, Dread Pirate Roberts, who has uh, never been known to leave the captains of the ships he attacked alive. Uh, she therefore uh, presumes Wesley to be dead and swears she'll never love again. Aww. Aww. Pretty epic beginning to a movie. As you wish. Yeah. But I'm, I mean, I'm just tell Stephen that you love him? Yes. No, I just said as you wish. Yeah, we well, know what that means now. It's okay. So anytime you ever say that to somebody, you're, you're, oh, I don't ever tell, any, tell anyone as you wish. Not since your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Eventually, <laughs> no, you're I, will, not. I will grow past this. No, you're but not. I just can't let it go yet. And, you know, it, it's it just it's it's super uh, fantasy. This whole <laughs> intro, it's so it's so um, like epic, a, like a children's book. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like a children's book. But it, it draws you in. I mean, you know, there's there's love, there's loss. You know, it's 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 all very it's very um, high point. You Form- know what I'm saying? Formulaic it's, as well. Yeah. It's true, like like a children's book. I'm so glad I got you that word of day calendar. Like, oh, it's, com- it's, it's, word, it's definitely it's coming. Happy word of day toilet paper. Get it right. No, I got you the calendar. Uh, anyways, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So five years pass by. Uh, we see Buttercup again uh, with Prince Humberding announcing her as her as his future wife. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, um, despite still loving Wesley. Uh, on one of her therapeutic daily horse rides through the countryside, Buttercup is kidnapped by three outlaws posing as circus performers. A Sicilian boss uh, named... Go for it. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. You can do this. Vizinian. 
right? Vizini. Vizini. Yep. <laughs> a giant named Fezic. Ah, I got that right. And the Spanish uh, fence, uh, fencing master named Indigo. Indigo. <laughs> named Purple Montoya. Montoya. Mr. Montoya. <laughs> he seeks to avenge his father's murder. In time, we learn that uh, Prince Humperdinck uh, hired the trio to murder Buttercup and frame uh, the rival land of Gilder, thereby uh, giving him a reason to instigate a war with them. Dun, 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 dun. Intrigue. Yep. So Drama. He puts, that, he puts that little Vulcan grip. Is that what that is? Oh, yeah, like the Vulcan, de- yeah, to make her fall asleep. Yeah, Vulcan nerve pinch. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't or, do it right, but whatever. Or it's it cool. could just be that, you know, his hand's big enough to go around her fucking throat and occlude both her arteries. I read that uh, Robin Wright would get cold on set, and so that Andre the Giant's hands were so big, he would just put his hands on her head, it would cover her whole head and keep her warm. Have you ever That's seen crazy. a picture? Have you ever seen a picture of Andre the Giant holding, holding the beer a, can, twelve ounce yes. beer can? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit! That dude was, was he married? I think so. I mean, he had mm-hmm. he had a daughter. He had a daughter, but like I it, thought he was married. <clears throat> I don't think he was married because he didn't. He wasn't married to the woman that he fathered the girl with. Speaking of having a horse stick, you're assuming. Uh, all right, no, you, it's got to be. All right, I got. Two I, I, no I, I dare one of you to Google Andre the Giant dick size. I'm gonna mm, give you. Two I'm st- right in the middle of having this shit. Up I'm gonna there. give you two stories. <laughs> One's related to this movie. The other one is not. So Jake the Snake Roberts talked about how when they would travel while they were wrestling, you know Andre's big man. Yeah. There was no toilet that would hold him. Yeah. He used I, to shit in the bathtub. Oh my god. And, and yeah. I believe it. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. The other one is on the set of this movie. Uh, Andre wasn't feeling well, and. Uh, he let out like a solid like, forty-five second fart, and, and Rob Reiner said, uh, "Andre, are you okay?" And he's like, "I am now, boss." I am now, boss. <laughs> he called everyone boss because he said it, it, it made other people not. Since he was so much bigger than everyone, yeah. it was kind of like a way to make them feel more comfortable. Like he was, you know, yeah, yeah, like he well, looked the, up to them, yeah. in a certain sense, yeah. 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 So I used to watch wrestling back in the day. I think we all did, right? Yep, of course, yeah, of course. I've, I've Read stuff and seen stuff about Andre the Giant. He was the guy was what seven four, almost four hundred pounds. At ish. one point in his life, yeah, yeah, yeah ish. Yeah, uh, now when he but, started off, yeah, he started off real thin. Yeah. But he, uh, he, from everything I've read about him, he was genuinely one of the nicest guys. Uh, uh depends on who you uh, talk to. Uh, didn't well, him and Haku <clears throat> almost get into it? Oh uh, no, I know him and Big John Stud did because oh, Big John Stud would step over the top rope and he said, "There's only one giant that steps over the top rope. You don't <laughs> fucking do that." <laughs> and he used to like get real rough with him. And then uh, I'm talking out of the ring stuff. Outside of the ring, they were on a bus trip, and I don't know what city it was, but uh, Bad News Brown was like a judo champion, like medalist, and he kept calling him like a very colorful word that. You won't let me say on this podcast. There's a yeah. reason for that. Yeah, and uh, so he he made the driver pull over, and he got outside the bus. He was he was going to try and fight Andre the Giant. <laughs> that would have ended poorly for him. So I, I did Google it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, of course you did. Well, I mean, you know, we're on it. I'm trying. Hold on. Okay, so <laughs> basically, standing seven foot four inches tall and weighing over 500 pounds must mean that, that his penis was in proportion and thus large. However, medical studies have shown that there is no correlation between height and weight and penis length. However, according to WebMD, researchers found that a shorter ratio 
A shorter ratio between the length of a man's index and ring fingers tended to correlate to a large penis size. We found that this photo, we found this photo of Andre's hand, and it looks like a very small ratio, which may imply a large sized penis. What do they mean a small ratio like? I, I don't know. Doesn't really say it. it says this photo, but there's not even a picture. Um, Andre's body size was due to abnormal uh, a hormonal disorder that caused excess growth hormone to be produced by the pituitary gland. Uh, da 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 da. Uh, Fezic. Uh, well, that's all it says. So um, the man with uh, Fezic. The man with the largest penis on record is Jonah Falcon uh, in Brooklyn, New York. In an HBO documentary, he, he was measured at nine inches when flaccid and thirteen and a half when erect. All right. So, well, good for him. That was the first. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a good opportunity for him. Supposedly, uh, Rasputin's dick, according to his daughter, was stood thirteen inches when erect. According to Rasputin's own daughter. Yep. I didn't know that part. Yeah. I mean, I'd heard. I'd heard. <laughs> and that like, before. supposedly, like when they killed him, like stabbed him, like threw him in the river, like they cut, cut it off. off. Yeah. yeah. So it's in, supposedly in a museum, but most likely, probably not. More than likely. Okay, there you go. There you go. Penis trivia. Do, do you got your sound bit up? Which one do you want? Da, 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 da. It's penis trivia. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. Okay, go ahead. So, anyways, uh, we're getting back to the story. Yeah, I guess we're <laughs> going to get back to the movie now. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this does a quick jump, okay? Uh, a bass man is uh, in black, follows the. Hold on. Mass Man in Black follows a kidnapper ship from a distance. Buttercup tries to escape the vessel, but is scared by, uh, back in two by the giant carnivorous eels that inhabit the water. What sound do you think those eels make? Do they probably make a familiar sound, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I already knew where it was going. Talk. <sighs> Well, since they called them shrieking eels in the movie. So. My butthole. <laughs> Good move there, Tucker. <laughs> it's a good thing we're a high raw podcast. I hate that we've lost all six listeners. I know. I'm gonna miss them. I really am. Alright, alright, alright. When they uh when they reach Golly this jumps around so much. When they reach uh and ascend the cliffs of insanity, uh, Vicini, Vicini, there you go. Vizini. Yeah, orders Indigo <laughs> to kill the man in black. Man, this is just a color war. <laughs> a what? A color war. Man, uh, yeah. I got purple trying to kill the man yeah. in black. Purple trying to kill black. Gotcha. Uh, to kill the man, uh, to kill the man in black pursuing them. After a lengthy sword fight, the man defeated... Uh, <laughs> I can't even say his name right now. Hang on, a lengthy sword fight? Is that what your uncle used to call it? <laughs> uh, okay, okay. All right, I'm the done pizza. with that. <laughs> For now. Yeah, like 9-11, never again. I'm moving on. <laughs> I got you, bud. All right, all right, all right. The man defeats uh, Indigo. <laughs> In- oh, my Lord. Indigo. <laughs> Lego is a nigga, right? I'm gonna start making up names for uh, characters too. But merely not. <laughs> so you keep fucking it up, and I keep now. I'm trying to say it in my. I'm trying to think about it in my head. Uh, my name is <laughs> See, you killed my I father. Too. I, I had to think about. Father. I had to think about the line too to get back on track. Yes. All right, uh, but merely knocks him unconscious. Continue pursuing Vicini and the others. Vicini next orders Fezic 
to stay behind and kill the man with his brute strength. But the man succeeds in choking Fezzik unconscious from behind. He then catches up to Vicini and Buttercup and defeats the evil boss in a battle of, of wits by <laughs> tricking him into drinking poison. So that poison. Yeah, not real. Not real. Not real. Not real poison. Not a real poison. I think it shows a lot about... You mean Iocane's not a real thing? I know, it's news a, to you. In a movie? I know, no. Weird. So I like, um, in, in the ships, I like how they... It's Nowadays, this obviously would have been so computer animated, but like all the, the miniatures that they use and everything, mm-hmm. I thought that was really, really cool. It was a nice like, little 80s throwback. Um, also, how honorable both Inigo is as well as Fezzik. I mean, like, he wanted him to like cut off the rope and just let him fall down the cliff or smash him over the head with a rock, but both of them were like, you know, honorable. Yeah, they wanted it to be a fair fight. <clears throat> yeah. Well, which, I think he wanted to show off his skills. Montoya? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's trained his whole life to kill the man that killed right. his father. Why not have some practice? Yeah, exactly. It's fair. I mean, you know. But even even Fezzik, though, I mean, he could have stood, stood behind the rock and smashed him with yeah, a yeah, that, that, I agree with you on that. He, I could just kill it up. No. <laughs> I could have just done it. Do you have six fingers on your right hand? <laughs> I'm looking for the man no. with the six fingers. <laughs> okay, okay. Super quotable. You got anything for this part, Trey? I like it. <laughs> it's a good part it I was did. a great glad, glad sword fight <laughs> one thing so I read that uh, originally the sword fight was only like a minute or so long and uh, Rob Reiner was like nope needs to be like triple the length so they made it a three minute long sword fight added like the steps up the rocks and everything the only thing I noticed though was when they jump off you could you could tell in the dirt where the landing the pad is they yeah. don't land on just ground it's there's a pad yeah well, but you know I mean it's it's for kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. It's it's so stylized. Like it's it's. Abby sat down to watch this whole movie with him. By the I'm way, I'm sure she did. She liked it, but yeah. it's it's completely unrealistic. It's so stylized. Yeah. The fight the fight scenes. I mean, it's funny you say that because I you know I sat do, to watch. Do you it watch ways. all our movies just looking for realistic parts of them? Because I hate to break it to you, Liv watched the triple no. triple yeah, Indy's the only movie. actual real part that I've ever seen in a movie we've done. It's funny you mentioned that. Yep. Because <laughs> okay. I made right. a sound clip. All right. <laughs> Another one that Tucker's going to love. <laughs> All right, uh, let's keep going. But I, I cut that part out. Oh. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll add it in for you. Yeah, it'll disappoint Whitney. She loves that movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. All right, go ahead. Sorry. All right, okay. Buttercup believes the man to be the pirate Roberts, who killed Wesley and pushed him off the hill in order to escape. As he rolls down it, he calls out, as you wish, revealing himself to be Wesley. Buttercup tumbles down the hill after him, and the two reunite in the <laughs> basin of the Revan. Re- 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 Ravine. Ravine. Thank you. I told you I'm going to struggle today. It's okay. We're all riding the struggle bus with you. Which, I mean, like, why did she, like, that's so stupid throw that she did to yeah. herself. Like okay. Jack and first, first of all, this is the person that she supposedly loves, yet she can't recognize him from, <laughs> from the bridge of the nose up. I mean, she hadn't seen him in a little while. Hey, how about, that, how about that nice little reference when he's fighting uh, Fezzik and all that he says that? You know, uh, he's like, "Why do you wear a mask?" He was like, "I feel like they're all going to wear it in the future." <laughs> telling, a little call out to superheroes there. A little telling, or to you know, Doctor Fauci. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little, <laughs> little foresight to COVID there. All right. As a, uh, that's how I'm going to choose to interpret that line. All the rage. Are you ready? Yeah. Wait okay. on you. <laughs> Speaking right, of right. rage, do you think Ultimate Warrior would have been good in the role? He could have been like the sword fighter. 
Is the Nago Montoya? Yeah. No. The Ultimate Warrior? No. Nah. Fuck yeah, dude. Really? You could have you had Ricky the Dragon do it. Steamboat? I like it. You could have him do it. What about Flair? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> that, no, Ric Flair. Rick. <laughs> you killed my father! I'm going to kill you! Woo! Yeah, he just drops his sword in the middle and just does a little walk and yeah. does a fall down. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to make the argument. I think Randy Savage would have done better than Ric Flair. Oh, Yeah. You yeah. killed my father. Prepare to die. Oh yeah, Prepare to die, brother. Oh yeah, yeah. But then he would like snap into a slim gem and like. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, um, Wesley and uh, Buttercup take off to the fire you know swamp who, to escape Hufferdink. Who was supposed to play Fezzik? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but he couldn't. They, but they were. He was uh, doing. Uh, couldn't get out of NBA games or something. Hmm. Well, they 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 won originally, Andre, and then they. Andre had commitments. Mm-hmm. Kareem was great in the airplane. I just don't see him playing the role of Fezzik too well. There's one big guy. That, who was it? There was someone else. Liam Neeson, uh, I read. Liam Neeson auditioned, but then they said he, he was only six foot four. And they wanted someone bigger. <laughs> oh, only. Yeah. Uh, there was a time they were looking at uh, Schwarzenegger for yeah. Fezzik. Yeah, I saw that too. But then he got big and yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry. Sorry I interrupted. Uh,. Oh gosh. Uh, okay. Anyways, they take off to the uh, fire swamp to escape the approaching uh, cavalry. Wesley explains uh, that though the pirate Roberts did in fact attack his ship, he took pity on Wesley's plea for mercy and tells about a love to whom he must return, and instead uh, befriends him and eventually gave him the title of Dread Pirate Roberts, as a previous captain had done before. The uh, rodents of unusual size. <laughs> We're not there yet. Oh, I'm sorry. You're in the fire swamp? We're in the fire swamp. Okay, the two barely escaped the swamp together, uh, encountering um, just rows of fires and, you know, the... Yeah. All right. And uh, the shot from the ground, uh, patches of deadly quicksand and rodents of unusual sizes. (laughs) There you go. This is actually a pretty thorough synopsis where uh, you found yeah. it. When they, do, when they do finally reach the other side, Humperdinck and his men are waiting for them. Uh, before they can uh, shoot Wesley with the arrows, not with a gun, in case you needed that reference, you didn't know. What, so, you know. Which one? Huh? What reference? That they were shooting them with arrows, not guns. Okay. Okay. Hey, Tucker. <laughs> What's your hometown? <coughs> Elba. Elba, more or less. Give or take. Andalusia. All right. You want to Elba. round up into... All right, Elba. All right. So... Don't let yeah, him, that's, don't that's, let him that's big right. city you. Oh that's right. That Listen to the person that is not who you're asking where they're from. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. Okay. I mean, like... Te- I'm more trustworthy. Well, technically... I'm more like, hair than you. Like, you grew up in, like, the trailer behind the country. Oh, right. right. That's Eric. <laughs> so, when you grew up there, like, did y'all have to, like, fight off, like, Nutria? You know, like the big swamp rats know, from like Louisiana. I know what they are. <laughs> yeah, because you had to fucking fight them off, right? Are they so rats like, of unusual so sizes? Exactly like this movie. <laughs> they, they're huge, man. Rats of unusual sizes. Yeah. No, they can get pretty big. What is that? It's a nutria. It's a rodent. Yeah. Never heard swamp of that. Rat. As a, swamp rat. As a matter of fact, the, they may still do it, but a few years ago, Louisiana, like swamp had, ass. Louisiana had a, a bounty on them. Like the state would pay you five dollars for every pelt you brought in. That's awesome. Dang. Huh. I just love that you could like full on tell that it was just a guy in a rat suit. <laughs> there's one, yeah. there's one scene where he like punches him, and the rat reaches up and like fixes its own face because obviously whatever the, the mask that the guy's wearing like got like crooked on him, and he's like, oh fuck. I also read a story that the performer that's in the suit is he's a dwarf, 
And he, he was late to set one day because he got arrested for drinking and driving the night before. <laughs> he tried to tell him that he's like, I'm on this new Rob Reiner film. And the cops didn't believe him. <clears throat> Had to wait for, to get bailed out. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, I, I can believe great. that. Steven, when you hear stuff like that, does it give you hope for an acting career? <laughs> Because you're only five feet tall, like I think it's technically oh, so much. technically a dwarf or a little person. Did you still try out for the no, seven dwarfs? He's got to be under four eleven for that. Really? Is that what it yeah, is? Four eleven or four ten? Is that why you don't have like the handicap placard in your car? That's it. That's why only Ashley does. Okay. Wait a second. Wait a second. Look at his shoes. Is he wearing platforms? Ooh, not just just yep. my boots. Yep. Nope. Yep. Yep. It's yep. got a heel to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're boots. You're still a midget. At least I'm not bald. I'll be short over being you're bald. You're a balding midget. Are boots like considered like men's version of high heels? Yes. No. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Stephen. You this wear one. boots. I, 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 I'm That's why he with just that. agreed with you because he didn't want to get rounded into like being a cross-dressing like tall bald man. <laughs> he admitted that. <laughs> I wear I wear boots most of the time. <laughs> so you go on drag most of the time is what you're saying. So you're trying to solve crimes and shit kickers. So you are like Walker Texas Ranger. <laughs> I don't. I don't wear boots to add to my height. Unlike Stephen, <laughs> I don't even know where to go with this. I, yeah, I'm torn. I don't Keep going. Know right. I don't want to take on this. <laughs> All right. So uh, Buttercup bargains uh, for Wesley's life uh, by he wearing green. boots so he can he can ride the ride to the fair. He did. <laughs> it was close. I was worried about him getting no, on like that, get this. that thing that me and Chris rode together. The one like where the we little... flipped over and I'm too fat, so like like my hands like down the whole time. <laughs> He didn't ever rotate. Not <laughs> <laughs> really, not. We did like twice, but like for the most part, it didn't go all the way. <laughs> Physics, baby. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're not moving this mass. <laughs> hey, but when it went, it went. It did it. it just <laughs> <laughs> An object in motion. Oh God. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, so, Isaac Newton. So Buttercup. <laughs> So Buttercup bargained for uh, Wesley's life, uh, agreeing to marry Humperdinck on the condition that Wesley be returned safely to his ship. Uh, though Humperdinck agrees, he secretly has uh, his right-hand man <laughs> <laughs> throw Wesley into a torture chamber. Buttercup uh, later requests that Humperdinck help her uh, find Wesley so they may reunite together. But he deceives her by... Uh, hey, when they were reunited, did it feel so good? Reunited and it feels so good. But he deceives her by uh, agreeing to help and then not sending her letters. Uh, we see him. Okay, USA. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we see him apparently killing uh, Wesley in the torture chamber. After which he uh, um, hurriedly marries uh, Buttercup, uh, though she believes that Wesley will still come for her. Stop pointing on that. That's a lot that they left out there. By the way, what do you mean from? So they left out the torture. You know what that you know what that machine was originally designed for, right? No. It's originally it was originally designed. Of course, they added more to it. But it was originally designed for a 007 movie. Really? Yeah. The torture machine? Yes. But it was going to be used. It was, I guess, supposed to be a torture machine for one of the so, 007 movies. I know it runs off of water. Know, water. But what the fuck is it supposed to be doing? Suction. It sucks the life out of them. Sucks the life out of you. That's what he says. That's what my first wife did. <laughs> they, they start That's off with one year. Do. And then, I love you, baby. Start off with one year and hopefully one day get to five. Why do you even say it? It's not like she listens to I this. I know. I don't know. Maybe one day she will. 
Because so other people will think that my wife listens to this. <laughs> Jesus, how many tickets do you have? Uh, I had twenty. Fuck. How many did you win? I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> Perfect time to do it right in the middle of our podcast. Yeah, I'm not missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, let's keep going. Uh, Feze and Nino. You were the one that stopped. The pit of despair. <laughs> Reunite in the forest uh, of thieves and discover that uh, the count. Uh, is a six-finger man that uh, Inigo? Inigo? Yeah. Oh, okay, there you go. I, got it right I was going to say Indigo again. <laughs> it's seeking to kill. Fezzik and uh, Inigo decide to save Wesley because they need his strategizing mind to help them get into the castle and kill the Count. They bring his mostly dead body <laughs> to a local miracle worker named Max, who, with the help of his wife... You mean uh, Miracle Max? Miracle Max. Yeah. With the help of his wife, revives uh, Wesley. Though he remains, I will, I will st- say this about that part: that makeup job on Billy Crystal <laughs> that was pretty good. Was actually. good, yeah, because you don't until he speaks, you don't yeah. recognize him. No, that's fair. I mean, you don't recognize him. When, I mean, you know who it is under there, but yeah, but when he talks, that's yeah, he's got a distinct. He's voice. got a very distinctive voice. Yeah, you got to appreciate that they covered the pill with chocolate. It's very nice. Yeah, it's yeah. A nice little touch there. Yeah, it's good. Helps it go down easier. Did you? Are you? Did you get to your end? No, I'm not at the end. Yeah, y'all keep yeah, interrupting my I keep interrupting him. Tuck, Tucker. <laughs> I wasn't going to interrupt this time. Uh, okay, all right, all right. Uh, they help revive Wesley. Though he remains in the state of paralyzed, together Fezzik, Indigo, and all... <laughs> in the state of paralyzed? <laughs> <laughs> Paralysis, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not allowed Thank to you. ever talk about my reading ever yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't think it's Chris that gives you the shit about it. It's true. That's true. That's true. Chris is not. There's a reason why. <laughs> I appreciate, and I appreciate that about you. It's that seventh grade education. Uh, this is that no, O-Town no, education. I was going to say, it's all Opelika. He, he graduated. It's just Opelika. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Where's that? Uh, t- together, Fezzik, Indigo, and, and all. Uh, but Okay. Uh, wait, what was I saying? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and, okay. And Wesley, uh, break into the castle, um, regaining mobility, whatever. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know where I'm at. He carries them in. They do a sword fight. Yeah, thank you. All right. Uh, in the meantime and all, he's slowly regaining his mo- uh, mobility. Wesley finds his way to Buttercup and stops her from killing herself by pointing out that her marriage is void because she did not say, I do. When Humperdinck finds them, Wesley bluffs his way into convincing Humperdinck to surrender, after which Buttercup ties him to a chair and escapes with the others. Wesley suggests that Inigo uh, take over for him as the next Dread Pirate Roberts. Okay. Dun, I'm going to just wrap dun. it up right here, okay? Back in the present day, the grandson asks his grandfather to read him the story again tomorrow. He replies happily, as you wish. Man, Aww. I left out so much and all. Yeah, we did. Like the great sword fight. Yeah, the Inigo Montoya sword fight. Yeah. He killed him. You killed Big surprise. Prepared to die. So, he was slashed by that guy um, two, four, five times. And he killed him. Yeah, five times. Killed him in the exact same fashion. Yeah. With a poke. Two, well, he two, does, he does cheek, the first. Cheek. No, he does the first. Oh, yeah. He stabs, stabs. Sta- and then he does shoulder, the face, shoulder, face. Cheek, cheek. And, then the, and finishes with the, to the stomach, the which is kind of opposite of how his, <clears throat> his went, but still. Yeah. That was, was a pretty good fight. I mean, it's a little over the top. It's stylized, four kids. But it was a good fight. I mean, been talking about could, I mean, you can see the, you know, how flustered Count was getting. Yeah. I mean, because he was, you know, eventually got to the point where he was just saying, stop, say that, instead of, you know, an actual complete. Um, Billy Crystal was perfect for this. And 
he had uh, he had no script. Everything he said was improvised. It was all ad lib. Nice. Uh, I, I saw this uh, interview after after the movie was over. Uh, Abby and I went looking for bloopers. We'd love to watch bloopers, and they didn't really have any bloopers. But said but uh, uh, Carrie Elways Els whatever said that he'd ruined so many takes because Billy Crystal would say something and he's supposed to be dead on the table and he'd just start laughing. And they ruined so many takes that way. He's like, there's so many good funny things that we just couldn't use because. Uh, like Rob Reiner they said uh, Rob Reiner had to go out out into the hallway where they were filming because he would laugh so much watching him um, Manny Patinkin the only inju- injury he got on set for this whole movie he bruised a rib trying not to laugh at, at Billy Crystal in that scene <laughs> I can I can see that that would be I, that would be an awesome day of, of shooting <laughs> hanging out well just hanging out with Billy Crystal for a day would be awesome true yeah. not even working just yeah. hang out just with hanging him. out um, of course, I think one of the most iconic scenes is, is the marriage and the Moads. Moads. Love. True love. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I was, I was, I was just, I was just, you know, it's so funny because like I didn't realize how much of this movie I, I remembered. Yeah. And how much of it is just like in, um, from early on in the movie, if you were to go right now in your, in your phone into the gift section and just put in That's boo. Mameable and. It is. It's so consumable yeah. today. Still, yeah. if you put in "boo," one of the first gifts is going to be that old woman in the front going "boo, boo." Like I didn't. I'm not even like I've used that before, and I forgot that it was from Princess Bride. But now that I know that, I'm going to use it more. But and then of course, I, like I, someone says something about love, and I always, I always find the the priest doing love, true love. Yeah, send that little gift off. Next time you officiate a wedding, you just use that. <laughs> I joke when I did. I think when I did Haley's, I jokingly, you know, was like, you know, we're gathered here today for this marriage. You know, I mean, <laughs> love, this true love. I mean, this movie's like. I mean, I like it, but it's it's one of those like pretty much just straightforward. You, it really you know is. what I mean. There's yeah. nothing like you're not going to catch anything new or different next time you watch it. It's just, but it's so fun. It's just so good, and it's just so it's well filmed. It's well timed. It's well paced. You know, there there's just you know besides it being a little childish and, and simple and formulaic, it's it's a great movie. I think that's what it was kind of made for, wasn't it? I oh mean, yeah, it was made for yeah. like it's PG. young kids to watch. I think the only the, the only bad word in it is uh, when Inigo calls him a son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Like I said, I watched the whole movie with Abby, and there was not one time where I was like, I need to cover her eyes. I jokingly did it, like, I think when they first kissed. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know. But even then, like, I liked watching it. Like, watching, like, so, uh, Carrie, Carrie always and, um, um, what's your face? Uh... Oh my God, what's her name? Talking about Buttercup. Yeah, I didn't even. They didn't, I didn't oh, get that shit. on on um, the cast. Robin Wright. Yeah. yeah. They apparently had a had a thing for each other when they were filming this. So like, and you could. I mean, it really did. It, the chemistry came through. You could see that. And I, I I remember sitting there watching this morning, that first opening scene. You know, when he's as you wish and like staring deeply into her eyes, and it's just like, you know. We're pushing forty. Like we don't have that young love anymore. It's that that that's that really passionate, yeah. you know, kind of love that you know you have when you're that age. It kind of makes you makes you miss it, you know. Mm-hmm. Some levels. I mean, they're still whatever. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We eating candy. I I can see that that you're eating candy. And everyone can hear it too. 
Yeah. Mm. Mm. If, uh, if anyone has any issues with uh, with chewing, they're not going to like our our last episode or this one. <laughs> yeah, that's why I turned the last one off. I hey, should ma'am. I should have put a trigger warning on well, there. Well, I mean, they're called hot chews for a reason. <sighs> anyway, so uh, all right, yeah, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Ratings and reviews, everybody. All right, <clears throat> let's. You want to do top five first or ratings and reviews first? Not my top five. No, things not top five. Are you going to do the thing? No, the, the, uh, yeah, I'm going to do the thing too. Yeah, all let's right. do the trivia, then we'll do. Trivia, yeah. All right, trivia. Here we go. Again, this is from Marcus. Number one, uh, Elways wasn't the first choice for Wesley. In fact, Oscar winner Colin Firth was originally in the running to play uh, Wesley. Ugh. Just what I'm... Who? Colin Firth? The guy from uh, Bridget Jones' Diary. <clears throat> or Kingsman. Okay, seen, never, Bridget, Bridget Jones' Diary? What? You ever seen Bridget Jones' Diary? No, not at all. It's kind of cute, actually. What was it's, the other movie you said? Kingsman. You saw the Kingsman. It's a good movie. God, it's pretty good. I liked it. Anything notable? I'm sure he's been in a bunch of stuff. <laughs> King's Speech. Was that him as the king? I believe. Colin Firth? I don't know. Mm. Number two, Andre the Giant didn't actually do any heavy lifting. Following a major back surgery, Andre the Giant, Andre Rene Rosimoff, mm-hmm. could not lift any heavy object. Instead, the seven foot four, 540 pound actor used a stunt double for the majority of his more physical scenes. Did not know that. Who the fuck did they get to be a stunt double for that pig mother? Well, you know, they, they said most of the scenes, like, he's leaning on something. Or it's he's true. holding up against something because yeah. he can't, like, you know, do he's as fair. much. Uh, one, of the fi- one of the final scenes did not make the final cut. Before it was cut from the film, Fred Savage originally walked over to his window after his grandfather had left and sees Fezzik, Inigo, Wesley, and Buttercup all, ride- all riding on their white horses. Kind of interesting. They that, wave him that too. That poor fucking horse trying to carry Fezzik. I know, right? <laughs> I had that thought. Like, I f- completely forgot about that bit. And I'm sitting there watching. I literally even said, I was like, can you, f- I feel bad for that horse. Uh, number four, Patinkin was, was thinking of his late father when he delivered his most famous line. Uh, when Patin- uh, Patinkin utters the, his Spanish vow, my name is Inigo Montoya, you killed my father, prepared to die. He was sadly thinking of his father who died of cancer a few years prior uh, to reading the script. Damn. He said he, he thought when he killed the I guy, thought he was one. he thought he was killing the cancer that killed his own father too. Hmm. So therapeutic, yeah. Hopefully so. And uh, number five, L L L's whatever. Wesley filmed many scenes with a broken toe. Six weeks into production, he had an accident on an ATV, which was used to transport Andre to set because he didn't fit to a crew van. Uh, he was leaving leaving him with a broken toe. Initially, he tried to hide the injury from the director, but ended up using trick photography and a, and a to hide his limp in many of his scenes. Hmm. So yeah, there you go. Hey, also, didn't Tough he, he really took the hit on that too, in the back of the head? He did. All right, so we're going to do another new bit. And uh, this one I'm calling the Triple Lindy. Okay, first of all. The Triple Lindy. Triple Lindy. Is that hard? That's impossible. <laughs> so that's impossible. The reason I, the reason we're going to do this is because I, I started thinking about this after John Wick, and and I just thought it would be something fun to kind of throw in. So what we're going to do is we're going to pick a, a, a section of the movie that you just like, it you know consider it kind of jumping the shark. Something that you go. This is just like for me. Um, I, for if I were going to go go for John Wick, I would say the club scene where one guy kills sixty other dudes. I just I just it took me out of the movie. Sixteen. Um, 16? I think he only killed 16 people. Oh, well, still. Point me. Uh, and for me, uh, this, for, for this movie, my Lindy Award 
goes to um, when Buttercup is telling the prince off and, you know, telling him a coward and all this stuff. It was so over dramatic and over the top and just 80s and just. And he would have beat the shit out of him. It was 80s. Pow. Yeah, if, if it was really whatever time period this was, yeah, she'd have been fucking crucified. So that's what my Lindy Award goes to this 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 week. Chris, you got you got to. Yeah, I think mine would. Do we understand prob- what this all is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think mine would probably be <clears throat> after you got the uh, miracle pill. Oh, from yeah. nice. coming back to life. Mine. Coming back to life. <clears throat> but for him to be paralyzed like that and not have any brain damage, too, you know. Yeah, that's true. Fair. I mean, he's only mostly dead, so yeah. <laughs> Trey, Lindy Award. Uh, Andre the Giant pulling his body whip up the side of a cliff it's on fair. a rope. Totally fair. Yeah. Yeah, I that's agree with that. Yeah. All right. No, that's... I'm actually going to go with the torture machine just yeah. because I'm not really sure how that suction cup is supposed to fucking... <laughs> suck the life out, out of you? Dude. That's fair. All right. Triple Lindy Award, everyone. The Triple Lindy. Triple Lindy. Is so, that hard? It's impossible. It's impossible. <sighs> if I had more time, I wanted to actually... If you ever have time to watch that again, if you can figure out how many times people say the triple Lindy, I was just going to literally just layer in a bunch of them, one after the other, just like a little five-second clip. I think you nailed it. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's awfully kind of you, sir. That's a fun fun thing to do, right? Something different. Oh, sure. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Especially when I do my movie for next week. Are you still doing Goon next week? Maybe. Maybe not. Well, I need to know so I can get get Al on board or not. Yeah, fuck you, Al. All right, (laughs) top five. Does this does this touch anyone's top five? No, I I love this movie. Oh yeah, sorry. Okay, Um, no, Chris, still a no on me. Chris, what's your what's your rating on this one? So I know it's really eighties, but it's just one of those movies that like you like to say, just go mind dead and just watch. Mm -hmm. And it just, I don't know, for some reason, even though you don't find anything new in it, there's nothing different in it, it's still something that's like, you can just watch over again. I think it's because they nailed the cast. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, that was the perfect person for that part. That was the perfect person for that part. I don't think anybody out there didn't fit the role that they played. You know? And And to to this day, they still... We didn't even talk about the albino, you know? Yeah. I mean, he went through a lot though because he was allergic to it was it was the contact solutions or the contact themselves. Oh, so he I didn't actually know that. went through pain with that. I didn't know that. But anyways, uh, my rating I'm going to give this a 1.5. Nice, that's solid. Trey, you want to go next? Yeah, um, I'm right there with Chris. Like for all the right reasons, like it's a classic. I can watch it over and over. Every time I do see it, I will sit down and watch it, finish it out from where I catch it. For that, I'll give it a two. Um, I wouldn't say I love it. Like, it's not like one of my favorite movies. I haven't watched a hundred times, but it is, I mean, it's a solid movie. And I think, like you said, the casting is so on point and the tongue is firmly pressed to the cheek. You know, like this is obviously just, it's, I wouldn't quite call it satire, but it's, it's silly. And they know, and they know it's silly. Everyone knows that it's silly and it doesn't, and it kind of leans into that. And that's the whole fun of the whole movie. That's crazy, but I don't see this as a comedy at all. I don't know if it's actually supposed to be, but it is funny. Yeah. Well, it got nominated, didn't it? Yeah. Several comedy awards. Right. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, at heart, it's a romance. It's true. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, and just because of how timeless it is and because of just all those things, I'm I'm going to go with Trey and give it two. Tucker? Oh, here comes Captain Killjoy. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's no John Wick, that's for sure. <clears throat> okay, so here's my thing with this movie. Um, I've seen it several times. It's not one of my favorite movies. It's it's enjoyable to watch every once in a while, but I'm not going to sit down and watch it every time it comes on. Um, one of the things that saves this movie is just how quotable it is. Because you see those quotes are still culturally relevant. You see them yep. in memes. You see them pop up all, all over the place. So it gets it gets some style points for that. I do want to make the argument that just because something is a classic doesn't mean it's good. A Yugo is a classic car, but it's a shit car. <laughs> okay? You would drive it if you could find one. Nah, I'm good. So with that being said, I don't think it's a terrible movie, but I don't think it's great. Um, Carrie Elways was... A, was was really good in his role. Andre the Giant was good. The guy that played uh, Inigo Montoya was enjoyable. Amanda Patinkin. Yeah. Uh, aside from Billy Crystal, the rest of the cast was kind of annoying to me. Uh, the Royals, I'll give you. The Royals yeah. or the Prince so, or whatever. Not great. Not horrible. This is a middle-of-the-road movie. It's It'd be two and a half beers for me. All righty. What is that? Have you already done the math on that? Two. Uh, Comes out to two. Oh, okay. It does come go. out to two, yeah. Look at there. So, a little, so it's, it, little the movie than comes out, it's a little, all our scores added up, comes out to a two, it's a little better than average. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that's fair. It's fair. Okay, now, top five. Does this touch anyone's top five? Negative. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, me neither. Might be top ten, but not top five. Okay, so uh, next week, Trey, Trey, it's your pick. Oh, all right. So I have it narrowed down. It could be one of like three things Goon. Babe, Pig in the City, <laughs> or Harry Potter. I thought you said uh, Indiana Jones. Could be that. Might be four. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll say this. I contacted Al, and he said he's he's down to come on. Oh, yeah, but there's no bigger fuck you than like having him get ready Jesus and then like, never call him. And... <laughs> God. Uh, like, I'm in it for the long game here. <laughs> Have you seen Goons? I've never Goon, seen it. Goon, I've, never, Goon I've is, never seen it. Goon will make my top five. It, I've never it seen is, it. It is one of my favorite movies. Oh, You're the only one in here that's seen that. Uh-huh. <laughs> You'll have to let us know so I can let him know. Yeah. Preferably before Friday. All right. I guess we'll do it. Pull the trigger on out. Yeah. We'll do it. Just so we, that way I don't have to talk to him again for another three months. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Al. Wait. So, oh, wait. Hang on. So, I'm, I'm, I've never heard of this movie. Where can <clears> we find it? Uh, we'll have to look it up. Yeah. Good luck. It's a it's a hockey it's a Canadian hockey movie. Amazon Prime, probably YouTube, five bucks. You got it. Use your mask your VPN. Yeah, just use your your the Fire Stick like thing. Netflix. Oh, there are Canada. some movies on Fire Stick that you can't. There are some movies that you cannot find. That's true. Fire Stick. I, I, like, it was I, such I, a good oh, movie. They made a sequel. Well, we all got we all got a way to watch it. <clears throat> yeah, we do. Uh, I, I don't know who we is. I, I don't have a Yeah, it looks to. like it's on Amazon Prime. So. Yeah, there you go. Okay. okay. There you go. All right. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can uh, check us out on the web at theguysreview.simplecast.com. You can send me an email. And again, I will read it poorly. Uh, theguysreviewpod at gmail.com. Instagram at theguysreviewpod. Twitter at the underscore guysreview. And remember to like the tweet at the top of the page. We'll put you in the DM group. Facebook.com slash theguysreviewpod. Anyone got anything else they'd like to add? Jay Barishell's in the next movie. <laughs> yeah. Him and his awesome voice. You're ah. still a midget. Yeah, I still got to watch Peacemaker. Yeah, I'm only two episodes into that. Uh, the Last Kingdom, like the final season came out yesterday on Netflix. Oh, The Last Kingdom. I don't know if I've seen that. Uchard, son of Uchard. I want to watch that. Oh, really? Last season came out yesterday. Yeah, I have seen that. I've it's been a while. We got <clears throat> Obi-Wan and Halo coming up. I know. I'm looking for all that's going to be good. Uh, what? What's the other one? Moon Knight? Moon Knight? Moon Knight, yeah, and yeah, that Obi Wan, ooh, Moonrise Kingdom, that's a good movie. 
We might do that one day. I don't know that one. Oh, it's good. All right. Well, until then, please uh, subscribe, rate, subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcast from. On behalf of Chris, Trey, Tucker, I'm Stephen, and this has been another episode of The Guys Review.